Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hello from Montreal. Ed Straw here with a special bite-sized bonus edition of the Autosport Podcast. Today in free practice for the Canadian Grand Prix, Ferrari of course set the pace with Charles Leclerc, while Lewis Hamilton tagged the wall with his right rear corner, so hopes are high that perhaps we might see the Silver Arrows at least under a little pressure this weekend, maybe even Ferrari getting back ahead as they were in Bahrain, we shall see. Uh, Montreal, of course, is a circuit of straights, relatively few corners, and the good traction and the straight line speed of the Ferraris might just put it in a strong position, if, of course, Ferrari gets things right. Not always been a strength this season. Friday Pratt is also an untrustworthy guide, so all be revealed come qualifying on Saturday afternoon. It wasn't such a good day for Red Bull Honda, with Max Verstappen tagging the wall after getting caught up in teammate Pierre Gasly's dirty air while on his qualifying simulation lap. And with Toro Rosso, usually one of the most eye-catching teams on Fridays this season, also having a tricky day, it's not a brilliant day for Honda. But it has been a very encouraging season. Myself and Scott Mitchell joined Glenn Freeman for a chat about Honda's progress in 2019 for a recent video released through Motorsport TV. Here's what we had to say. Honda's progress in 2019 is fascinating to follow and the Formula One storylines that we're tracking all the time. And there are no better people to talk about what's going on at the moment with Honda than Ed Straw and Scott Mitchell. Scott, every time we talk about Honda, there seems to be some sort of achievement or milestone that they've reached in their development. What's the latest thing that's got a lot of people at Honda and, of course, at Red Bull happy with the way things are going? Well, it's unlike uh, a new engine uh, that we we see in the the official documents when we we know that there's an upgrade coming or uh, rumours of a 
20, 30, 40 brake horsepower increase. This is a bit more of an unseen development because uh, it's still the same engine and specification that was introduced in Azerbaijan. It's done three Grand Prix weekends now. So, uh, it's, yeah, it's not like they've rolled something secret out over Monaco or something like that. This is about the reliability. So the the purpose of the early upgrade in Azerbaijan was for reliability reasons. They had a quality, quality control issue uh, that they discovered after China. So they had their Spec 2 engine ready, so they brought that forward. It was all about making a reliability step. That was target number one. And what they've got now, they think, slash hope, slash believe, <laughs> delete as appropriate, is an engine that can do, say, seven weekends, which they haven't had before. So this is sort of that five to 6,000 kilometer uh, of, of range, basically, while running the engine at an acceptable level. Because that's kind of where you need to get to, isn't it? To get through a season, ideally, without grid penalties. Yeah, so 21 races, uh, and you've got three uh, internal combustion engines, turbochargers, and MGUHs, which is obviously a horrible thing to say. Uh, though that's your limit, and then you start getting grid penalties. Uh, so roughly six or seven races, seven, 14 and then you get to 21 there you go my maths check out that's good uh, and obviously by bringing one at race four that's not particularly good for the rest of the season but what they have now with a if, if this engine can really do five to six thousand kilometers which they think it can this this is their seven races per engine this is this this is big for them so first six rounds of the season lewis hamilton just to give you a bit of a benchmark around four and a half thousand kilometers comp completed over the first six weekends um they will likely have a, a new engine for for canada barring any last minute issues like they had last year even though that's slightly less than the seven races per engine you want because by that the the first engine won't go out of the pool so they'll be able to use engine one in on fridays and that'll leak a little bit more mileage out that way so honda had honda started the season with this engine we might be looking at the first penalty free campaign which I know that sounds like par for the course for, for your Mercedes and the Ferraris of this world but that's the level Honda's trying to reach they haven't been able to get there and they think they might just be there now. So that's massive news on the reliability front at last for Honda. Ed what do we think of Honda's performance so far this season? I think it's fair to say that we haven't looked at Red Bull and particularly Max Verstappen this year and thought oh you're way off the pace you're being held back by the engine. No, well, if you compare it to where Red Bull was last year, it is very, very similar. And uh, Max Verstappen's basically been permanently third or fourth, see second on the road in 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 Monaco. Still, ultimately, if you were said, if you were to what we asked, which engine package do you want to compete at a Grand Prix tomorrow? You'd want a Ferrari or a Mercedes. But Honda's definitely making big gains. I think, although we have the caveat, we have to add that with the Renault engine, they've had the problem with the Conrods which they've basically got on top of, so maybe we haven't seen the absolute best of the Renault engine. French Grand Prix is the magic weekend, well, that's all going to happen, apparently. Um, but I think you can make a very good case that the Honda engine package is now stronger than, than, than the Renault engine package. And if you look at situation, like Max Verstappen said that this, this car ultimately isn't quite as good as the Mercedes just as a car. So you, you try and normalise for the, for the engine, en engine package, and the fact that this deficit is not all down to the engine straight away tells you that Honda's in, in pretty good shape. Stronger in the race than in qualifying still. Qualifying modes they have worked on, they've made progress. That's quite a, it's quite a difficult challenge because you do sacrifice reliability and that kind of thing, sometimes running these more savage engine modes. But Honda, what's brilliant 
from the point of view of anyone who wants to see as many engine manufacturers as possible, is they're now going step by step. Things are improving. They're not kind of making a few steps, looking good, and then falling falling back down again. I think they seem to be on a path that's that's going to take them to the position where they they can take the fight to the to the top two engine manufacturers, which is which is brilliant because we know Red Bull can can produce the car. So very promising. Not quite there yet, but. We expected this season to be one where they started behind and, and made progress as the year goes on, so it's quite promising, particularly for 2020. What I find impressive is that had uh, Red Bull had a Renault engine at the start of this year, so you think of the, the problems that, that they've had, it, they could well have three or f- Max could have had three or four retirements by now, certainly three or four non scores, three or four compromised weekends, and, and they'd be nowhere near where they are in the, in the championship. And, Okay, Verstappen lost his podium on the road in Monaco, but the, to all intents and purposes, Rebel and Honda have scored three podiums in six races. Uh, they've had the performance to and the reliability to, to do that over the, the start of the season, which is um, obviously Mercedes have moved the goalpost, so it looks unimpressive. We, we went into this season thinking they'd win in Monaco, for example, but just Mercedes have just gotten that little bit further. But they're matching or beating Ferrari at the moment, and that is a. It's not just. It would be really easy to just say, oh, well, look how bad Renault are. So thank God uh, Red Bull changed to Honda. That's a good thing, isn't it? But it's not just they're, the, they're not just the least worst on the, on the grid. They've obviously made progress because even if it's behind Ferrari as an engine, the way it interacts with the, the, the Red Bull chassis and the way the Red Bull chassis has been, an aero has been designed around it clearly works as well. Yeah. So where do we go from here then? You've, you've hinted already, Scott, that just because an engine can now do the sort of magic seven weekends, obviously it's a little bit too late for Red Bull to get through the season without any engine penalties. But a Honda now able to perhaps just map out some engine life and get an idea of where they're going to be for next year. What are their plans for the rest of this season? Yeah, they're, they're going to still take a grid drop uh, just because this, this engine might be uh, good enough to do seven race weekends, but it can't do nine. <laughs> and it needs to, they need to do 18 races across two engines, basically, to avoid a grid drop. That's just not going to happen, unless they tune it right down. But then I don't think Red Bull and Verstappen will be particularly happy about that. So what they need to do now is work out exactly how far they can eke these, these engines out. I, the, the plan, as I understand it, is basically this second engine that they've got in now runs as long as possible, and the hope is that they can bring forward spec-free so they won't change this engine again until they've got an update. So what they don't want to do, I, th- I think, is get into a run of not having spec 3 ready, spec 2 is running out of legs, they need to make a change or they have a problem. Spec 3 is not ready, OK, you put another new spec 2 in, and then do you take, if spec 3 is ready one race later, two race later, do you take the change immediately because you want the performance, or do you delay it to avoid another to a grid drop so early? It, it's quite complicated. They will wait, they will try and be as flexible as possible, but I'm sure the target will be get to, before, it'll be before the summer, they can't, they can't magically get themselves back on a conventional programme now, they won't be rolling out a new engine at Spa or Monza, it'll be before the summer, but if they could get to, if they could get to Austria, if they could get to Silverstone or, 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 or Germany, and maybe then if they can get the spec free ready in time for that, that's pretty good for them because then they go into the second half of the season 10 11 12 races they're still going to have another engine change but then maybe oh can you get a spec four in there before the end of the year or are they locked into one more upgrade they've just they've they've given themselves a headache on one side because they will take grid drops but 
both parties came into the season expecting that. That's not a problem. The big thing for them now is going to be maximising this opportunity to prove their reliability, improve, uh, increase the performance side without compromising the rest of their season too much more. And the big thing is, if they can go through the rest of this season, well, the, the big prize is 2020. And could they actually have a title contending package, Red Bull Honda in 2020? It's very possible, and I think that that's the thing everyone hopes for. If Ferrari take a step and Red Bull and Honda take a big step, you've got a three-way fight. It's, it's easy to invent those things. But that's what means it's very important that we don't see Honda getting into this spiral of unreliability and that they can just keep building on the platform they've got. The signs are very, very promising as it is. Well, we might not see Honda at its best this weekend in Canada, but as we explained in the chat, things are going very much in the right direction. If you'd like to see more of our videos, check out Motorsport TV and also the video section on the Autosport website or on YouTube. And if you have any feedback on this kind of mini podcast, what you might want to hear, that kind of thing, you can find me on Twitter at at EdStrawF1. We'll be back as usual first thing Monday morning with an Autosport podcast looking back at the Canadian Grand Prix weekend. See you then. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.